welcome to another season of the Feng Shui Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Tisha Morris. It's time to let go and find your flow. Get ready as we take a journey through your closets, your storage spaces, and even your inner world as we release the clutter in your mind, your body. This podcast is inspired by my latest release, Clutter Intervention, How Your Stuff is Keeping You Stuck. Once you realize why you hold on to the stuff you hold on to, the letting go is easy. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's show. And today I have as my co-host, Christy Diane Farr. You may have uh, caught the previous episode in which she was my guest. And so we are having her on as a co-host today. And today's show is the theme is going to be about tackling your clothing closet. And I mean, who can't relate to that, right? Um, <laughs> if I feel like uh, clothing is one of my Achilles heel um, and I know that's the case with so many um, other people. So um, today we're going to be having a clutter intervention with Julia Scott. And here I'm going to introduce her in just a moment or have her introduce herself. And she has a clothing closet situation that has been going on for a while. And Julia is one of those that I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I presuming that she's actually probably a pretty neat type person and probably pretty, her home is probably pretty tidy, but her clothing closet for some reason is giving her fits. So um, welcome Julia to the Clutter Dimension podcast. Hi Tisha, how are you? Great. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and about this closet. Uh, right, I live in Sydney, Australia. Um, I uh, am an interior designer, so I like to um, keep everything as beautiful as possible. Um, also, um, just certified in Feng Shui, um, and I'm integrating that in my interior design. Um, I've decluttered my whole house successfully, and it feels amazing, except for my wardrobe. Um, and I've come to the conclusion that this may be the reason why my divorce is taking so long to settle. Uh, it's been quite an acrimonious um, divorce. Um, it's been going on for about almost eight years um, and it's been quite messy. And my wardrobe, which is the clutter problem I have, happens to be in my relationship bagua in Feng Shui. Um, so I think there's maybe something subconscious that's holding me back from clearing that. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, and so Christy, um, is joining us today, as I mentioned, and if you missed her in the previous episode, Christy is a, um, story healer, writer, and doer of all things at the unruly woman. Her mission is to prepare others to travel lightly through what lies ahead by releasing attachment to things and old uh, old wounds. Her book is Home Your Happy Place reminds us that our homes need to be a place for living our lives, not storing her stuff. And her, her and her work can be found at theunrulywoman.com. So Christy, I, um, I'm sure you've worked with many clients with a similar, similar situation of a clothing closet, and yet it's always unique to every situation. So any um, first impressions with Julia's situation? Well, I'm, I'm amused and anyone who's ever worked with me over the last eight years that I've been doing space healing work is going to be laughing too, because the first challenge we always do is the closet. It's always the first one. And it's the first one, I believe in part because it's sort of the heart of 
the home, not the kitchen, as we always call it. It's like where we put all of the things that are most connected to our hearts that we're not really ready for the world to see. So you find, of course, clothes in there and clothes are a problem, but there's also generally other stuff in there that just doesn't have another place in the home. And sometimes there's sentimental things in there. Um, there's just a lot of stuff going on in that space. And then you add the clothing stuff as it's related to body image. Um, there's always a lot of clothing that has history. I wore this on that date. I wore this on that experience. This is when this big fight happened. This is that time I went on this vacation. And so our, I think our clothing tells a story about our emotional health and our history. And sometimes leaving that behind, releasing that stuff is tender. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, one of the, the main reason I had Christy as my co-host is because we speak such the same language and it's like, we're like right and left arms of each other. So it's like, yes, yes, yes. Everything she says. Um, yeah. The, you know, the, the closets in general is where we, you know, where we hide things because, or where, you know, we, we store things that we don't want to look at and that's what closets are for, but we also hide things that we don't want to deal with as well. And the clothing closet is that one closet is most personal to us. You know, there's, like you said, there's so many things we can put in the closet, obviously our clothes and our clothes is like our, you know, who we are out in the world. Um, and then we can throw all kinds of other stuff up in their closets too. But so let's ask Julia, um, do a little bit of uh, digging and investigation. Is the clothing, uh, is your closet, uh, primarily all clothing or are there other random things in there? Uh, there are some random things in there. I would say there'd be um, maybe only 10% is just random stuff. Um, you know, just documents and things. A lot of my kids' drawings and stuff like that, which I have been trying to scan and put on a computer. Um <sighs> I don't know. It's just, it's stuff I don't even want to look at. It's old. Um, the last time I went through it, I found all sorts of old um, cards from my ex-husband, um, you know. Okay. He used to always, you know, send me all the cards with um, pictures of stuff that he was getting for me, but it might not have ever happened, like, and stuff like that. Um I don't know. I, I've, I've chucked out a lot of it, but there's still stuff there. And I don't know why I can't seem to get rid of it because it doesn't, I want it out of my life. But, um, and I understand the concept behind all of this, which is why it's so frustrating because I myself um, understand, you know, that it's not good, but I don't know why I feel sick of throwing it out. Like I, I literally can't do it. So is it really, is it, you think it's really these other things um, or is it the clothes or, or all of it? Um, the clothes as well. Um, I think, um, but the, you know, there's my, all my corporate wear because I used to be um, in finance and uh, wealth management. So I have still have a lot of corporate clothes. I've moved careers um, to interior design. So my wardrobe is kind of um, a quarter corporate and I'm gradually growing more of my um, my civilian clothes, I suppose, and creative clothes. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of, you know, I've got lots of shoes that I've never even worn um, and I should just give them away, but it just, 
yeah, it, it seems yeah, I like could, your energy around it feels para- like paralysis. You feel yes, paralysis. Like, I'm feeling like suddenly I can't breathe, not because there's so much stuff, but because like I'm paralyzed with yeah. of emotion overwhelm. So, yes. Christy, do you think we should start with the old corporate clothes, the shoes, or the random, are, are the, the, note, the notes and stuff from your ex still in there, Julia? Um, no, I have got rid of all of them. I actually didn't throw them out. I just moved them. <laughs> so, <laughs> why, why can't I throw this stuff out? I don't even like the, you know, it's, I don't have any um, love towards him anymore, but I suppose um, he is the father of my children and I, I suppose I was just always hanging on to the fact that maybe he he would one day be, um, you know, just, just acknowledge that we had a good life, you know? Okay. So you still need some closure around it. And it's not necessarily, or it's not that you want to be back together. But oh, no. Closure, yeah. You need any closure around it? Yeah, I think that's it. I, he, he was, he's very much a narcissist. So, um, and I know that now, looking back, and it's taken, it was very difficult to leave. But so I don't know why I still, like, there's all sorts of clothes that he bought me that I've never worn because every time he went overseas he would buy me a new pair of Jimmy Choo shoes or something but you know they they would be the wrong size or they would be like not my style and I don't know what uh, yeah so it was like he was thoughtful enough to bring you something back but he didn't know you well enough to know that it really wasn't the, the proper no thing. yeah he did it just for his ego I suppose just to make himself feel better but he didn't really put much thought into it yeah Christy, um, what questions do you have for Julia or, or, or thoughts? Well, the first thing that's coming to mind is that um, a couple of, of sort of practical pieces. One is a lot of times when we have clothing, especially clothing that was purchased that was expensive, we're talking about really nice shoes, you're talking about your business wardrobe, there's usually a lot of money tied up in that. And when we leave the corporate environment to pursue our hearts, you know, work the way, the way that you have. Sometimes there's a shift in the, you know, financial stability. And I, that I've found a lot of times people need to do a little healing work around that to just be willing to release the, the value, the dollar value of that clothing. Because yes. it's like, I'm a wealthy person when it comes to my clothes, but they're not actually such wealth if you can't climb into them and be yourself. No, yeah, that's so true. I think I... um it took me a long time even just to stop introducing myself as somebody who was from the finance world because I didn't think that people would take me my me seriously if I was just a designer like because it seemed so much more um I don't know artistic and creative as opposed to somebody who's can actually uh, I don't know I don't know how to Exactly. You, you, you touched right on a story that I read about in my book um, about my last attorney suit that I kept and I was keeping it just in case I might need a suit. And I realized I was holding on to this old identity, um, but it was even more than the identity around being an attorney or in your case in the corporate world. It was the identity of being uh, financially stable um in a profession that was acceptable through my from my parents through society all these like sub identities that that suit represented and so i think 
or I know when I, once I had that awareness, I was able to let go of the suit. And the next week, my, I had more phone calls uh, for clients in my, in my uh, healing practice than I had had like in the last several months. And so there is a payoff of really bringing all of your energy into 2018, Julia 2018, not Julia, corporate Julia, you know, 2010. So, and part of what, you know, part of what this podcast is and and working one-on-one is to help you identify what those old identities are and and which you've already, you just did. And just bringing awareness to that um, hopefully will bring you some clarity and will help you um, be like, okay, it's time. And usually those things are like, yeah. it's like the last 1%, you know, yes. you've done the 99% work of yeah. switching careers, wearing yeah. your new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> last 1% is like the bow that needs to be finally tied. Exactly. Um, and I know that you know what I'm talking about because this is why I've been drawn to your work because you came from that, um, the, the legal world and I, I know you know what I'm talking about. It's like my parents are like, why would you give all that up? You've got all these qualifications and I can earn so much money being um, a chartered accountant and financial advisor and corporate advisor. I consider, I've got so much knowledge there and it seems like such a waste to let it go, but I don't love it. I, 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 love, I love design. I love feng shui. That's where I want my heart is. Do you think it'd be possible to give away at least half of the corporate clothes that you have now? Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe you can find an um, um, organization that, you know, that for yeah. women who need working clothes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I. The expense part that Christy brought up. Yes, and I, I keep telling myself that, that I can help other people by giving them stuff you know, people who need stuff like that. And I do have a charity in mind and I have already been um, working with that charity, ironically, and donating my time and dressing people for um, their first jobs, like people who leave um, bad relationships or um, who just come out of prison, like women who just need to get some self-confidence. So I've got a little plan there, but it's still hard to just let it go. It's all like, yeah. Man, you've done 99.9%. I, I want to add, yeah, I want to add one thing, which is that um, what's coming to mind is this idea that we're all kind of currently performing this version of ourselves. And and so, you know, you have in that closet the wardrobe from all of the old shows, theatrical shows that were you. And if you were going to put on a new production, say the 2018 version, you wouldn't go look at the old light, you know, plan. You wouldn't go grab old scripts. You wouldn't go grab the old wardrobe, right? Like you want a new show. And so you really <clears throat> need to um, create for yourself a new wardrobe that really is true for you now. And, and I had this vision of your um, interview process with potential clients being that they would come in and look in your closet to decide if you're the designer for them. And if they came and saw your closet, and I don't mean that it's clean and pretty and organized, yeah. but like the clothes that are hanging there, are those going to be clothes that make them feel confident that they know who you are as a designer? That's what we want to know, you know, and when you think about the relationship thing. I'm not sure it's much different. You know, when somebody says to me, I want a relationship, I say, do you have room in your physical space for a relationship? Do you have room in your calendar for a relationship? Is there room in that closet for this person? 
I, I did try and make some room for him, but um, right? it's not very much. <laughs> right. So those two things feel really related, you know, to, the, to be able to move into that new energy with this relationship that's new and to be able to attract the kind of clients that are going to hire the 2018 version of you. You have to have the courage to let go of that history and those shows that are now over, long over. Yeah. That wardrobe needs to be cleared out. Yeah. Thank I love you. that. Like, what's the new Julia 2018 show going to look like? Man, here's the thing. You're doing so amazing is the 2012-13 version. Imagine what the 2018 version can be. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I think yeah. that, you know, you make such a good point, Christy. A lot of times it's we need a vision because, you know, ultimately what we're talking about is transitions. And in transitions, there's always that gap, you know, between the past in the future or even the present and that gap period of like who am I I'm out of a relationship I'm a new career it's like there's a gap period where um we are finding a new new aspects of ourselves and these new scripts and new personalities um and so so now I think Julie you're at a point to really fully step into this new this new person like you've gone through the transitions and it's time I think for the new stage yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, um, you're right. Oh, you're so right. <laughs> and uh, I've just got to, it just takes courage, you know. And the last time I did a clear out, um, which was only about three months ago, it did feel really good to get rid of what I got rid of. And uh, if I can amplify that feeling by getting rid of the same again, yeah, it's going to be amazing. But um yeah, yeah, it's good. I, but I also, I, it's strange, my daughter, who's only 10, has just in the last, um, ever since I did that last clear out, she's been very concerned that I've been throwing out stuff that she might want to wear when she gets older. So I, I don't know how, how that. <laughs> you in yeah. your child to help with your excuses. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think she's very intuitive, my daughter. Like, it's amazing. We seem so aligned and like, she she always comes up with things like that that make me really think twice. Um, what do you think about that, um, Christy? I think, you know, um, our children obviously learn a great deal from us and they learn uh, even their relationship with stuff. And sometimes children will be um, in our footsteps and sometimes they go the opposite direction. If I have a client who's a big clutter person, they might have one child who won't have any clutter in their room because they're just mm-hmm. trying to not be like, you know the parent Um, but you know those things kind of filter into the children in these really subtle ways so one of the things you and I have learned like the reason you don't wear those things is because they are no longer true for you so to be able to teach her that when she gets to be the age that if a suit is true for her that she can have confidence that the perfect suit will come to her that you have you know confidence that you'll be able to provide that kind of support for her when the time comes that she needs that suit and that she won't want to wear your suit she will want to wear her suit yeah right? Because you don't want to wear your old suit. She's definitely going to not want to wear your old suit, you know, to really teach her that her clothes are a part of her identity in a way that um, she deserves that autonomy. Yeah. And that she can have confidence that it will come when she needs it. I I totally agree. And um, you're right. Even my old stuff that I have there now, if I I had to for some reason go back to the corporate world, I probably wouldn't wear them anyway, because <laughs> like, they are. Exactly. 
a bit old and they, you know, reminds me of when I was working and I didn't, you know, I would just, I would just have migraines and stuff all the time. I haven't been sick ever since I got out of that environment, but like I was always ill before. Right. Yeah, for years. <laughs> yeah. Julie, you seem like a very stylish person. I doubt you're going to wear outdated suits in the just in case <laughs> you went back to the corporate world. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. So, thanks. <laughs> excuses are always just cover excuses for the deeper emotion. Yeah, yeah, true. So true. You know, I think you know a lot of times people get overwhelmed thinking they have to like clear everything out, and I think a lot of times we just take the next right step, which to me right now feels for you just to maybe getting rid of half of the corporate clothes um, for now, and so you still have you know half left that you can still work with if that feels comfortable, and also even with your daughter if you want to still go down that path of you could just one one outfit or something as opposed to a bunch of them like just really okay. start to minimize uh and yet you don't have to really take it all out you know yeah um yeah. it's can it can be done in layers I guess is what I'm saying as opposed to like you don't always like throw out the kitchen with the what's this that phrase kitchen sink with the, with the kitchen um yeah yeah so that's yeah. maybe help with some of the overwhelm that you're experiencing. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. And I agree with Christy. I think the, um, the things from your ex are in relationship with this old, these old identities as well. It feels like it is mm-hmm. all related and not surprising then that it was also all stored on the same um, area. There's a definitely yeah. relationship and, and Julia, is a, she was one of my feng shui students, so she knows that her closet's in her relationship sector of her home. So she's already connected the dots that um, there's a relationship with, with this closet and um, the relationship section of her house. And I, I couldn't agree more. And anytime we have a closet in the relationship sector of our house, it really is fodder for storing aspects of ourselves. <laughs> Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, that's uh, another topic for another day. But it is interesting that you had those, um, the memorabilia from that, from that relationship. Um, if you want, let's talk in just a few minutes about, about those things and see if we can make a dent in releasing some of that stuff. Um, um, yeah, like, um, I suppose... Um, yeah, like so I, I still have some cards that um, he would have given me for Christmas or a birthday. Um, and I, I kind of, I think the reason I told myself I needed to keep it was because it was to show my kids um, that we were happy once. I don't know, because it's, because he was saying how much he loved me in our family. And um, my daughter was only like, two when we separated so she doesn't remember us being happy together so I kind of maybe told myself that that was something I could show her that it was okay once but when I think back it was never okay (laughs) it was just a card and I I don't know yeah yeah you're actually your your daughter is actually projection of your own inner child that's what your own inner child is wanting to hear oh yes true true Yeah. yeah Um, but there's no, there's no reasoning. I've had so much therapy about this, but there's there's no reasoning. I've come to the conclusion that because because he is a narcissist, there is no way he would 
rather die than admit that we had a good relationship or that anything was right. And I, I, I was just naive, totally naive because I thought that he, you know, he loved us, but clearly he didn't. <laughs> so you're being at your soul's, your, your soul's work here is asking you to validate yourself instead of him. Yeah. 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 I've got to realize that that comes from me, not from him. Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts, Christy? Um, I would say that, you know, relationships are complicated and even the ones we have early in life that are, I feel true at the time and then we get in them and we're like growing up and maturing and healing and distance comes between the people and we look back on those things and they're full of, I don't know, wisdom in the sense that that was where I was then. And it's really a lot more about where you were and that you were in a place in your life that um, you were doing that learning and that work and taking back your own power and taking back your own life. And that sounds really dark and heavy, but we know that there were probably good times too. It's really unlikely that children came into this world through a completely horrific experience, you know, like there was at least that one time that you guys were close enough to conceive a child, um, yes. close enough physically in the world, I mean. And, and so to be able to know that those things existed, even in a time frame in a relationship that ended up, you know, ending, um, it maybe even was hard in many, many ways. It doesn't mean nothing good ever happened. And that you're allowed to have the beauty of that experience and hold on to the beauty of that experience and to want your daughter to be able to recognize the beauty of that you know, relationship and also the truth of this complicated relationship with her father. Because the mm-hmm. relationship you had is complicated and the relationship she had, if he's truly clinically a narcissist, is going to be very complicated. Yeah. And so... I think that you don't necessarily have to keep those things. That's not the only way to show her that love existed. It's not the only way to show her that his capacity for giving love is limited. Um, You know, the stories will be there whether the paper is there or not. And you get to write that story through your own eyes instead of his eyes, his words. Um, If anything, showing her... I would think that if anything, showing her cards where he's declaring his undying love in the same time frames where he was being a big jerk and possibly abandoning her and you, like these are uh, contradictions that she doesn't really need in her brain, right? How do you see somebody who does these things and then read their words to how much love there is? You know, um, she's going to find her own story in relationship with him and you don't need this... Um, arsenal of paperwork to prove anything oh that's that's very helpful thank you that was great christy thank you all right so i think we've given you quite a bit to work with um Julia, yeah. what do you feel is a reasonable next step action steps for you uh yeah i think um i think i can get rid of three quarters of my corporate attire oh uh, yeah i can give it away um to somebody who can really use it um, and will be grateful for that. Um, you know, I and just clothes in general, I have way too much. I have stuff that I just don't use. And um, a lot of it, as, as you say, Christy, is based on the, you know, that need to, to have the wealth to back you up. Um, and, 
maybe I could sell some of it, I suppose. It's all really nice stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, who wants secondhand stuff anyway? It's not really going to make that much money. <laughs> um, I'm probably better off just giving the whole lot away and it will feel better karmically and, um, yeah, hopefully create more space in my life and a bit of closure in that old um, co- corporate life and the old me. Great. Great. All right. Yeah. How do you feel about the, the items related to your ex? Do you feel like? Uh, yeah, no, you're right. I should just get rid of them. I, I really should. Um, and I, I think uh, the last time I did a clear out, I had a massive shift in everything and um, got a lot of control back in my um relationship with my ex so um you know just detached a bit and I can I I can see that if I have the courage to just take it that step further um only good things can come and um I can be this can all finally end and I can just move on with my life because it's hard for my ex my um sorry my new person um as well because like you know he just doesn't want to see any of that stuff around and he needs space and yeah. Yeah. It feels like, you know, the space um, that's being taken by this old life um, is whatever proportion it is, is a proportion that your new um, partner can access of you. And he, you know, there was yeah. 100%, 100% relationship and he's only, um, you know, getting 75% Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Um, he's really struggled to, um, you know, just fit in with, cause my ex's personality is so, and just control is just so wide and he has an effect on us financially and I'm finally breaking free of all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it'd be nice to just, Maybe I should even just move house. Like I love my house, but um, I, I'm actually finding it um, just in the last sort of week or two, I actually had the thought that I've never had before that maybe I should move house because I can start afresh, not because I don't love it, but um, it would just be nice to have something new for the new me and the new relationship. Well, if that if that is an alignment, um, it will become it will be more realized as you uh, shed some of this uh, these layers. Yes. Yeah, that will be the next that will be the next right step. Um, but now yeah. it might be more like three steps away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this takes so much, uh, Julia, for uh, for being on here, sharing your story. It's it's you know when we talk about our stuff, we talk about like the deepest parts of ourselves. It's not. It's not easy. It's a vulnerable place to be. And we really appreciate, I know your story is going to help a lot of people listening. So it's really appreciate you. I hope so. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. Thanks, Christy. Bye. Thank you. All right, Christy, um, any last thoughts? Um, Gosh, any last thoughts? You know, I I think that um, there's a question that I always used when I was first doing this work in my own life. And I would always ask myself, is this uh, item worth more to me than the space it occupies? Because what I've always craved for 10 years was, you know, a really active, 
craving for space. And so when I would look at the things like closet full of clothes I don't wear anymore, you know, is this item have some value? And sometimes we find it has sentimental value or it has some sort of, um, you know, dollar value or something that makes it kind of clingy. And when we really ask that question of, you know, is this more important than the thing I want so very much? It, it, it's almost always no, like almost always the answer is no. And so I think that in, in, for anyone who's clearing out, you know, finding a good question, um, figuring out what, what it is that you really want. And is this thing in competition with that? Because then it becomes so much easier to let go. Yeah, it was interesting, you know, listening to Julia, it almost felt like her closet was basically like her heart. Mm-hmm. And like, and like, it's like, what's taking up your heart space? Mm-hmm. And um and there's nothing wrong or right about any of it. It's just, it's information for each of us to think about. And, you know, what is taking up my heart space and, um, you know, how much of the past, and it's, this is all very delicate stuff and it's, it's nothing, you know, uh, especially in someone in Julia's case or anyone's case. I mean, we all have things from the past that we're releasing relationships, careers, uh, you know, health challenges, whatever. And it's a transition period that takes a lot of compassion for ourselves and it's not to be rushed. It's, you know, that's why it didn't have to be this huge clean sweep that can oftentimes be too, too much on our energetic system. Um, but it, it's a real, it's a real uh, task of self care. Uh, and, and to self care should be done with compassion. Absolutely. And it, I, you said earlier when you were talking to Julia that, that about the layers, you said this can be done in layers. And I said to myself, it's only going to be done in layers, you know, because you'll go in at one point and some of it can go, but the rest cannot. And I always tell people there's always going to be something that's ready to go. So if you get stuck, go find something that's not, you know, too sticky um, because there's going to be something else that has somewhere else that's that shifted and is ready to be released. So if you're really paralyzed about a particular thing, just set it aside, move on. There's no reason to stop moving forward just because you ran into something that was really not ready to go. That's great advice. So I think that's a great place to uh, wrap up. Um, so you can uh, check Christy and her work. She has great um, she has a retreat coming up in October. She has online workshops. She works one-on-one with clients and she can be found at theunrulywoman.com. Uh, check out her book, Is Home Your Happy Place? It's such a great book, uh, really, um, of how to really harmonize with our home as opposed to it being a challenging uh, space. So check Christy out. Thank you so much, Christy, for being um, with us as the co-host. And I'm sure I will be having you back Um, in the future as well as a co-host. So very much appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I really loved playing along. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information, visit the website clutterintervention.com for upcoming events and course offerings. In the meantime, have a wonderful day.